to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, played it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to this City. As you know, we are in quarantine life once again. And last night was, it was different for us because usually we're, we do a show yesterday, and this is the first time I can say we've done it. This is a Saturday show for, like I said, a Bro, long the time. The last time we did a Saturday show was when we had the Valenti brothers on, and we yes, were talking yes. about the Royal Rumble, right? And that was, was a the couple, yeah, the road to WrestleMania, and we all know WrestleMania was just this past weekend, and it was something unlike we've any anything we've ever seen. Just like every sporting event that's been canceled, or sporting things that are still going on for the moment. And last night we were. We were just hanging out, me and Ted, and we decided to watch college football's greatest walk-off fashion, kind of like classics, the walk of yeah. classics, miracle endings, and, and it was just, that's what gets me about this whole thing. And I know, trust me, I, there's bigger things that are going on in the world right now. I understand that. I, un, I get that. I know. But as sports fans and as guys that sports is our life, we, we, I mean, literally for me, all I ever watch is sports. So to see something like that, and you're getting to that point where college football is coming into question now, and maybe the NFL as well, and we're going to talk about it as well. Is there going to be any baseball? And hopefully sooner or later we could get the great Joe Aguirre on, whether that's through Zoom or Messenger or any type of way. Love to get him on to discuss this because, as you know, when he is on, we talk baseball, we talk New York Yankee baseball, and that's one of the – the raising questions right now in the sports world because baseball currently should be playing right now. Probably the Yankee game. I don't know. It's it's April 11th. Maybe the Yankees will be playing right now. They'd be playing, well, they be playing. or they'd be playing on Fox right at a, like later on tonight. But that's what it's become is no sports right now. And if you've been watching our show, if you've been following us, we've been covering a lot of the NFL draft because as of right now. That is currently still to go on in two weeks. Yeah, they're not canceling. They're not going to cancel it, and it's going to be like anything. Well, maybe me. Me. I don't know if you were. No, like, if you were too old. If you're still because you're an older. No, man. because you're. Hold on, listen. You're an older man. So maybe you got to. This is how the NFL draft was back in the day, where it's a virtual. It's no, all no. Just, when it's I watched it, you still had the thing at, at uh, Music City Hall, and you had the. Are booth. you sure? Even when you yeah. were very young. Yeah, with Berman and Kuiper. Even when no you machine. couldn't talk. Yes. I mean, I know that's very hard because you love to talk, but you think about how different that's going to be for all of us sports fans and everything that's transpired throughout this entire well the past month i should say i shouldn't even say this year it's just only been a month ladies and gentlemen just realize this this past month feels like an eternity but it's only been a month the nfl draft is only two weeks away less than two weeks away and like i said that's what we've been talking about it's going to be different it could change the way people value their draft now and their draft boards, how they change with trading and talking with other managers, general managers around the league. And you didn't think it was going to be a big deal. I think it's a big deal of how this is all it's going a to significant be different. deal. And then as well, when they draft these players, how are they going to be able to actually see them? And when are they going to see them? Physicals, you know. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the, Joe, Joe Burrow, we all think is going to be the number one pick, but when will he actually be able to? 
meet the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, how about guys like, how about guys like Tom Brady who just signed to a new team in Tampa Bay? When yes. is he going to be able to work with his new teammates? It's going to be something uh, historic. <laughs> it really you is. You could say this, that again. This year has been historic, and everything yeah. that we've seen, you know, take away sports in itself, just everything that has gone and transpired um, in this country and life. I mean, to be able to, not to be able to just go out of your house and just be yourself, enjoy. Like everyone's afraid to you go outside your house. You're afraid to go this place. Afraid to touch this. Afraid to do wrong? that. Are they wrong? They're not. I'm not. I'm, not I'm not knocking no one. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. That's. Listen. I. I still have to work. You know my job, and we some both, people we still both got to still work. I'm hoping a lot of people that I know are watching the show are still working because trust me, we feel for all the people that are not currently working, and if you're still working, whether that's from home, but it's or essential worker. God bless, stay safe. But, but you know, we we've just, been talking about it because it's just sports, and that's all we cover is sports. And yeah, we're, I know. We're not talking the reality of the whole situation. You know, I was telling you before, I was listening to uh, MLB Network on the way up here, and they were talking about baseball stuff. And I know you were just talking about draft. And I was saying how me and my buddy, Paulie Stanish, we bought tickets right before the coronavirus even came out. It was probably early February. We bought tickets, even though we're Yankee fans, we bought tickets to the Mets, Houston Astro game, June 2nd. Shut up. Yankee, don't, don't, Yankee fan. So what? Yankee fan. You go to baseball. He just wants to go see because the Houston Okay, Astros we went to the Penn State, Ohio State game, and I'm not a Penn State fan. Well, who's an Ohio State fan? You are, because I did it for your birthday. Who gives a <laughs> you, crap? You're such a nice brother. Shut see? up. <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> He's so mean. This is supposed to be comforting times. No, and I don't get, touch and me. I'm, don't. Okay. You're right. The point is, we were going to, we were going to uh, the Mets game against Houston so yeah. we could boo the Astros. <laughs> Okay, we want to boo them, and the we best. Want to boo them. And I'm sitting third baseline. Yeah. We're sitting like two rows from the field, and we paid a hundred bucks for the ticket. Yeah. The same ticket at Yankee Stadium is three hundred and fifty dollars, even maybe more depending on the section. So we were looking forward. Hey, we'll go to the Mets game. I've never been there. I heard City Field is great. Yeah, the game was supposed to be June second. Reality is, there's probably going to be no game June second. Nope. So I was saying, well, what's going to happen? And the reason why I said that is because I think baseball really needs to have a season this year. Well, and you were like, well, Ted, what about the NBA? Why not the NBA? They already started a season. They just need to finish their playoffs. I said, but they got a good portion, if not all their season. They almost got 90% of their season left. They only had like 12 to 15 games left per team. All right? With that being said, they can end the season and be like, all right, there's no champion. That's it. Whatever. That's fine. Baseball can't afford to lose an entire season. That would dramatically hurt them. They already have taken a hit in the last five years with with what NBA has done to really promote their their brand. Mm-hmm. Baseball can't afford to lose any games this season. If they don't come back till 2021, you're going to be looking at baseball the way, same way a lot of people look at hockey, as like a second-class sport. I'm telling you, they, they have to get... At least 100 games see, in this. I, and I think a July 1st is a real possibility. I they can get 100 games in. They can get a doubleheader. They can get doubleheaders in. I still think, and we'll get into the NFL draft later on in a little while. But, and I'm glad you brought it up because we haven't talked a lot of baseball. And it's a real possibility that we could get baseball. We may not get baseball. We, it's either going to be a full season. To me, we're just discussing it. It's not going to get a full season. I don't. Hundred games I, is reasonable. I hope it shouldn't. It shouldn't be a, a hundred and sixty-two game season. I think it's crazy to think, especially what's going on right now, and it's so. It's just unfortunate of what's been going on. But they've been discussing. They've been discussing possibilities, and to me. The only right thing to do is you gotta you gotta wait because even if you come back in July, you're not gonna be able to have fans. And how are you gonna be able to 
money. It's all about money for baseball. And also what you said, I want, and I just thought of it, how you said this could be like a hockey thing. If baseball didn't have a season this year, it would never become hockey because it, baseball still is too big. No, you're gonna lose no, more. People. You will, but baseball is still to the diehard fans, to the older generation, and to base to diehard baseball fans. You'll never you lose, can't afford to lose the entire that's season. That's true, but you'll never lose the interest. You already have the reason why baseball is not important right Should now, and why basketball it. and the NFL is up there is because of the younger generation. They like the highlights. I highly and disagree. That's fine. Highlights. They love the dunks. They love the big plays. That's why the NFL is so popular right now. The Stars, the marketing and baseball that's where I do agree with you in that point that the marketing is very important to baseball because well they don't do a pretty they don't do a good job they just don't do a good job of marketing their players the way the NBA and the NFL does and like you said that I do agree with you on that point but I still think even if the baseball season there was no baseball season baseball would still be it wouldn't get to the point that hockey is whereas hockey has never I'm ever it's going ever to hurt though and hockey, you're gonna lose a, but another hockey, percentage say it's five percent five that's another significant amount of people. Of course. People but already are complaining about how long the games are. Here's the question. So let's take this. Let's slow this down. Let's take this apart right now. Let's peel off the skin. Do you think July 1st is a reasonable date no. for baseball? Only with no fans. Yes. Okay. Now, I don't know if anyone saw US, uh, uh, USA Today Sports yesterday, uh, but Bob Nightingale came out with a pro uh, proposal that has been kind of proposed through MLB. Uh, there was another proposal that came out about a week ago that was more of an agent-driven, sports agent-driven thing, which the MLB has already disregarded. So what the prep, uh, what the idea was supposedly was same thing like spring baseball. You have your Florida League. And you have your Arizona League, your Cactus League, and your Grapefruit League. There would be a realignment. Now, it would just be for a year. And I actually, at first I thought it was kind of stupid. But then I looked at, and I listened to Michael Kay, and I was listening and really talked about it with you yesterday. And I said, that's actually pretty cool. I don't have the divisions in front of me. I wish you had it up in front of me and your phone. Maybe you can look it up right now. But there yeah, was... Let me see my phone. There was... So you would have Spring League, Baseball League. The games would only be played in Florida and Arizona, where both states would be. Now, this would all have to be approved by both states, you know, and everything with the quarantines and, and all the government. But baseball would take place in just in Florida and Arizona. The Florida teams would play against each other. And the teams in Arizona play each other. Like the Yankees would play in Tampa Bay. They would play at their home field in Tampa Bay. And All right, so here it is. So the Grapefruit, it's based off of Florida and Arizona. So Grapefruit League, the North would be the Yankees, Phillies, Blue Jays, uh, Tigers, and, Padre, and um, Pirates. South would be the Red Sox, Twins, Braves, Rays, and Orioles. The East would be the Nationals. Talk about a tough one. The Astros, the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Marlins. And then you would have the Cactus League. It would be the Cubs in the Northeast. Cubs, San Fran, Giants, Arizona, Rockies, and the A's. And then in the West, it would be the Dodgers, White Sox, Reds, Indians, and Angels. In the Northwest, the Brewers, the Padres, the Mariners, the Rangers, and the KC Royals. And, I, and at first, I'm like, all right. And I'm looking, I'm like, well, that would be pretty interesting. I mean, look at the Yankees division. You'd have the Phillies, so you'd get that New York-Philly rivalry. Mm -hmm. you still got Toronto, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. you got some of the old classic teams. And it would be very really interesting. I think it would be good. If you can get baseball and you could pull this off where it would just take place in Florida and Arizona, you still get baseball. The guys are self-quarantined as long as the players approve it and, they, and Major League Baseball. 
because I think the realistic possibility that the Yankees would be playing in the Bronx anytime soon is not even is not. Oh, even, it's, it's not going to happen. The Yankees fun. or the Mets or any of, or any of the big franchises in the bigger markets like Chicago, New York, L.A. Well, you got to think L.A. right now and and New York are probably the two worst in our country at this current. And go figure, it's the East and West Coast and the two biggest markets. So the Dodgers, the Angels, the Yankees, the Mets, teams like that would have a hard time playing in their stadiums because of the current situations that they're in right now. So, to me, I don't Did see... you like this proposal? I think it's, it's cool. It's to get baseball. I think it's cool. To get baseball back is always great. Just to get sports in general is, is any, any direction of positivity. That's what we need for sports fans. But, realistically... Even if this thing slows down and kind of calms down, it's never gonna go. It's not going away, and that's the thing. We have to keep remind. We have to keep. We keep forgetting that even if this thing slows down, it's not going away because there is no vaccination still within yep. a 12 to 18 months time frame. So that's until next year. So for the people that think, oh, there's gonna be sports and everything, realistically, ladies and gentlemen, there may not be any sports this year. I know it's hard to. Yeah, think about it. I got you. Thank you. But to all comprehend, but realistically, there may not be any sports. And that's just the way it's going to be. So for us sports fans, for people that do sports, podcasts, radio shows, who are avid sports fans, lovers of sports, this could be the year that all of us have feared. Because we all thought, and we did this a couple, we did this a month or two ago when it first started. Literally a month ago, we did a show when the NCAA March Madness stopped, NBA stopped. It's only been a month, ladies and gentlemen, and it feels like about a thousand years. I'm gonna quote my father: "A thousand years," and it, it is the God honest truth. And this is the times we're in right now, and we have to start thinking that this is why. This, this re- realistic possibility. Realistically, you might have just this. Just the players with all these 80,000 fans watching at home. But do you remember? And that's what it might come down do you, to. Remember what they were talking about last time? We were watching a podcast. We were listening on, uh, looking up for some ideas. Yeah. We go, and we are watching the show last night on YouTube, right? We are watching yeah. someone else's podcast. And remember what he said, like, you know, they were bringing back the basketball thing. It was, hey, we'll do no fans. We'll play in a certain arena. But he's like, what about the announcers? Yeah. What about the announcers? Cameras. Camera guys, the trainers, the staff. Uh, you don't want more than ten uh, people in a room, but you got fifteen on the. St- you got fifteen I don't think players. Anybody understands. Then you got a coaching have, staff. Like, then you got a training staff. Then you have. Yes. Then you have TV production crews. Then you have two commentators. Then you're gonna. That's have still over camera. at least uh, about fifty to hundred people. You're getting around in, in there. an arena. And that's uh, and that's everything that you're going against what they've been saying to you for the past month. And now, would you now if you're a fan and they asked you, would you wear a mask to go to an event? Is it, would that be, or is it one of those things where you're like, if I got to wear a mask, I'm not going at all? You know, there was a poll question someone had posted on Twitter, and the, the poll question was, if sports started July 1st, whatever sport it was, how long would it take you to go to a game? And I looked at some of the answers, and one guy had to say, hey, listen, July 1st starts baseball, I'm going to, I'm going to open a day. And then there's somebody else who also wrote, I'll see you in 2021. So there's such a huge spectrum of where the American public is oh, with yeah. regards to how they treat it. I'll say I'm a little bit more lenient to other people, but I understand a lot of other people taking so much more significantly, um, you know, in a sense that, like, their health is not, if you have asthma, you don't want to be out as much. I totally understand. Like, I respect it. Like, everyone should be respected unless you're, like, you're having a party at 50 at your house. Like, that's just stupid. 
but you so know, so, like, yeah. you know, like I don't, I'm not wearing rubber gloves right now. I'm not wearing a mask. You know, like, you know, I touch, and, my, you know, <laughs> touch people like people like. The only here's the thing about me, unless it becomes mandatory to wear a mask, and take it however you want, I'm not going to wear a mask unless it becomes country like a mandatory within the country. If that becomes the case, I will wear a mask. But for now, I'm not going to wear a mask. And it's just, it's scary times, ladies and gentlemen. People are dying. People are losing family members, loved ones. And it's scary times. It's very scary. It's it's something that we all thought this this is in movies. Sci-fi movies. I mean, I never, like I said, I never watched movies like this because of the fact that it wasn't real. It, it just wasn't ever going to happen. Well, it's real. Guess what, Trev? It is real, but I, and I, this is what it's become. And we sat here last night, just a Friday night. Usually, we're we're hanging out with friends and family. I mean, even and it, it, it hit me too on Monday with the services of my grandmother. You can't hug family members. You can't shake hands with anybody. It's just this is what it's become, man. And even if sports comes back, which it's how not, will it come back? It's it's not. I don't I don't see it coming back. I do. I do. Until I, towards well, the end. you got to be realistic. No, I am realistic. I'm telling you, the the the, the maybe with no the, fans. Realistic. The, I, right oh, now. absolutely. Okay, I think the commissioners and of these leagues and the business aspect are going to do everything in their power. To get baseball, because even like no Mark, even just, like Mark Cuban said, they'd be willing to come back in July or August for their basketball they, season. Yeah. No, and it's like but they have to understand they're going to be playing games without fans. It's just that, the way that, it's going to be. If that is a must, that's a must. Then, if if I know NBA players, if really baseball are not, can get away with this this suggestion that they're listen, they'll just play in Florida and Arizona, and we can get baseball five nights a week. I can see the Yankees playing Tampa Bay in spring, and that's it's a safe spot for them. It's a, and it's a safe spot f for everyone, and we're able to watch the sports and just get a little bit sense of reality back. I think it would be great for everyone. I think we've seen times and over time that as much as people want to knock certain things about sports sports brings people together sports are good for people sports are good for for everyone it, it, always, just, gave, it always gave you a reason to get away from reality and just go well, the hell of reality it just makes you feel real man if it just makes you enjoy life like you know when 9-11 happened and the Mets played a baseball game like you were like okay people died I mean there, there was such a tragic thing uh, I mean historical thing and s s nine guys playing baseball against nine guys what just gave people a sense of hope and life and if you can get that any sort of it in baseball or football I mean that's why let's put it this way it's kind of good that football is still going forward with this draft and other things because it's at least giving people a sense of hope going to for forward with regards to everything because I think everyone's just looking for some sense or light at the end of the tunnel to get something out of this because I've seen people. It's only been a month. That's what's crazy. It feels so much more. It's only been a month that we've yeah. literally been just stuck in our homes. Yeah. And if you're working for home, our you're never leaving our last show, Me, at least, we're, our, go, we're both going to work, but then we come home. Our last show from Connecticut School of Broadcasting was over a month ago. 313. Yeah, three thir Friday the 13th. Think about that. That was the last time we've done a show from the CSB studios. And it feels like a thousand years. And Ted, I'm glad you brought up the NFL draft because I want to shift over to that. We don't know what happened when baseball is going to come back. We don't know what's going to happen with the NBA. If there either is going to be seasons, and even with the NHL as well. The XFL just came out yesterday. They are canceling everything. Next year, following. So, the XFL looks like... 
Looks like part two is just like the AFL. Scrapped. Just, but this is just a weirder, just a weirder I know. of what happened. But, it, but, but anyway, but it ended. Like but if, the only, if, if they had some positivity, why wasn't it? Why is it automatically being? Okay, we understand the cancellation. Well, no. there. Ted, why is it being canceled for next year? Ted, I don't know. I can't. Answer. I thought they had all enough money to last. I can't answer that. I can't answer that question for you because I'm not part of it. I can't answer. We gotta, well, find, like we gotta just, find that out. Like you just said, the NFL draft seems like it's like the only little light of hope for us, for our sports fans. Because, as you know, if you're watching a lot of classics, that's great, because there has been plenty of it to watch. But right now, the NFL Draft is saving a lot of sports fans. And for us, specifically, it's one of my favorite times of the year, because I always look forward to the draft. No matter where the Giants are, no matter where any, anybody goes, I always look forward to the draft because of... What's well, and, well, I was going to add to that point. If, that's why I tapped you. Oh, I didn't I didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't that time of the year is also great, too, because you have the draft. You have baseball going on. You have NBA playoffs going on. Usually you have the Kentucky Derby going on a week later. Yeah, Kentucky Derby. I mean, I remember, what was it, six, seven years ago, May 5th or 4th or whatever it was you had. You had the Yankees... Yeah, Yankees, Red Sox, Mayweather, Rangers, playoffs. Yeah, I know. You I had know. the Packers. It was, you had it, was a, it was a plethora of. It was great, like the greatest great, sports day ever. Great sporting events, but the only thing is, <laughs> you're not going to have that this year. And the NFL draft is doing its part and doing the best they can. And like I said, it's going to be something historic, something totally different that we're not used to. Remember, this was supposed to be in Vegas, and they were going to make this bigger than any draft we've ever seen. I mean, for goodness sake, we're going to have players on boats going to meet the commissioner. Now we're going to be having it just from possibly this. And this is how people are going to be able to te text manager, general managers, even select their picks possibly all from this device. So And some Zoom meetings. That's how it's going to be, yeah. I mean, you can't meet any of your prospects that pre-draft meeting. Well, or, no, or like, like dinners, like the Giants. Your staff. Same, like, think about it. The Giants, it, it's, it's, I don't want to talk about the Giants because we've already have enough and for teams like that you're looking for an offensive line you can't go meet these players you can't meet any of your players other than and that's why you had to do all of your information almost at the Scott and Combine and that's what it came down to that was your last you also have years of you have three years of film okay but that was last year you have stuff you can call a coach on the phone you can call the players on the phone so you could FaceTime that was your last time don't tell me you can't get nothing but that was the last time you got to see that person in person and that player in person but you could still do an interview over the phone when I go for a job interview at Yale my first interview for one of the jobs one time was over the phone with three different people that's how it was. So you could do an interview. What I was going to say to you is, what's going to make this complicated, and, I, and it came to my, was last year when we were doing fantasy football. Mm -hmm. You were at work. Okay, I was here. It was my turn to pick up players mm -hmm. and draft. Well, do you remember how hard it was mm -hmm. when you and me were trying to do a draft when I had to via text you or try to phone call you while you were at work? Well, and I'm like, Trev, who well, do we you got? You didn't like that? No, not at all. So well, that yeah. was just a fantasy football draft, and we're, we're doing a team. And how hard that was. I'm like, Trev, Levy on Bell's up. What do you want me? You want me to bet? You want me to yeah, go? You want me to go? And you're like, go for him. Go for him. And, and that's what it comes down to. That's but if what you're, it's going to be But if you're in the draft, now, let's do this. The Giants are up at number four. This is how we both, I think, agree. It's going to go one borough right now, as we know. Probably Chase Young, two, Akuda, three. Unless unless something happens with draft picks and other and trades and other things, that's right. Now, at four is going to come up. It's going to be either the lineman or it's going to be the linebacker. So, either going to be Trist Tristan Wirfs or Isaiah Simmons. 
We get that, and that's why. So, so who's so? I think this is what Gettleman gets paid for. Now, we as Giant fans are probably shaking in our boots because he's yeah. gonna have the ultimate. There's gonna be no one else in the room to be like to try to but defend this is, the pick. This, this is if all, they don't want that person. I know we're talking about the Giant, but this is just for all 32 general oh, managers as well. This is what they're going to have to go through with, and this is why it's going to be tougher. You may not see a lot of trades as much as you've seen in past years. Because they thought this was be, gonna be more trades because this year. because of this, the factor of I mean texting, and it's not gonna be on the phone. It's not. It's I mean it's. You're not going to be in your office. You're not going to be with another 15 to 20 people. It's just how it is. What if you lose internet connection at home? You know what I mean? What you, I can't. I mean, that's how. This is what it's all going to be. That's why like. maybe you'll see the trades before the draft. These are all some of the cons that are going to go with this decision of, of the virtual draft. But it's look, be, they're going to. It have, might be more exciting to watch. They're going to because have, of that. You might have a, Trevor might be up on the pick at the number eleven, and say you're Jacksonville, and because there's there's issues with IT stuff and whatnot, and you can't get your pick in. Do you think they're automatically going to let the twelve team hurry up and go steal that player? Just ask the Minnesota Vikings. They did that back. Happened it twice. Happened twice to them. So every year in the NFL draft, it seems like the quarterback class for past years have been really good, but. What is, what, when do we start considering our, any of these quarterbacks? And I'm talking about this year's draft class, quarterback class, because it feels like this is one of the strong suits of this entire draft is the quarterbacks. But are any of these guys really the real deal? Like, like when I say real deal, people knew John Elway. Now, I wasn't alive, but from when everybody that talks about grading, scale, and all this, John Elway was the most highly scouted prospect ever to co- as a quarterback to come into the NFL draft. He turned out to be a pretty damn good quarterback. Andrew Luck is another one to, in my generation that was Peyton also... Hmm? Peyton Manning, too. Peyton Manning as well. But Andrew Luck, as as I was... Because I was yeah. very young. I was younger towards Peyton's... Work, that when he got drafted. You were a little older. But I remember when Andrew Luck came out. Now, I wasn't high on Andrew Luck, but... I was totally wrong on that, and everybody, I ain't, I ain't perfect. Because you wanted Robert Griffin the third. I like Robert Griffin. Did you fall in love I did, with I did, the, no, I didn't think Andrew Luck for highlights. all the hype was going to be. He was going to pan out with all this hype. Well, he was graded so highly coming out as well. He was a pretty damn good quarterback as well up until his sudden retirement. Okay, but then you look at this year: Tua, Herbert. Burrow, Jordan Love, if you want to name anybody else. So those are the four quarterbacks. So the four top that you're going to... But you look at all of them, they have positivities. But all of them do have some sort of negatives. You look at Joe Burrow. Yes, he had, without question, the greatest season in college football history as a quarterback. One hit wonder. But it was only for one year. Now, is that a, is that a compliment to Joe Brady's offense? Scheme and never know. Now he's an offense coordinator for Carolina Panthers. All of a sudden, Joe Brady, who we didn't know about really last year, all of a sudden becomes an offense coordinator in the NFL. Tua, we already know about Tua's history, the injuries. He's got great accuracy. He can move in the pocket, but he's got some serious injuries and great and the baggage that comes with it. Hip injury, the leg injury, you know the deal. Herbert. Now he's got all the tools of a franchise quarterback, the height, the arm, the legs, but it's the inconsistency again. He he never delivered in big moments. I mean, he finished off strong, but it always was we need more from this kid. This kid is way too talented. Okay. And then Jordan Love is the greatest question mark of all of them because what quarterback are we getting? Are we going to get the guy that some people say he could be? And for people that are watching, relax from what I'm about to say. Don't because say it's, it's, but you what don't people, say Mahomes. No, but what people 
Why? I'm not the only one. Uh, what? Because Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper. Oh, he. But is he going to really? But he has tools. But like he has the tools to be like that. But is he going to be the guy that had 17 picks for the Utah for Utah State? Well, he Aggies also lost nine year. of his 11 starters on offense. He also played for Utah State. He hey, wasn't, if you're a franchise, if you're going to be a top 10 no, quarterback, no, I know. But he also you, playing with playing with Utah State. Like Carson Wentz played for. Who is he playing against? Who are you playing against when you have 17 picks? You don't if have the you're, talent. You're if forcing you're, If you're going to be you're forcing if, so if I, Well, how about Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz played at North Dakota State, the best FCS football team in the last, yeah, was, in the last yeah, 10 and years. Yeah, he was nasty. What yeah, but he, but he, he was wasn't nasty. the reason why they won games. He they ran shit. the football, and their defense was dominant. They were running football. He was a team. major part of that. How can you go? You can't relate. The guy won five national championships. It was nasty. He Jordan won how many? How many? Oh, four national championships. He won almost every year. Jordan Love is a question mark and I don't ever like guys coming in with question marks in the sense of the unknown. But Mahomes, kind of, played, Mahomes played for Texas Tech and they weren't a good program and and we didn't know Mahomes what? They, they were, yeah. Well, they were okay program but in the Big 12 they were never a top three team. As good as Mahomes was we didn't, you never thought this was going to be Mahomes and, and anyone who thinks they knew Mahomes oh, yeah. was going to be yeah, this great. Stop, stop. stop. Because That's the only person that knew that he was going to be that great was Andy Reid. Yeah. No one else did yeah, because stop. if he did why didn't anyone else go draft him? People knew. The only person you knew going into that draft class that was going to be significantly good was just Sean Watson. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> stop talking. No, we all knew Trubisky was going to struggle too because of his He didn't have any starts. Because, because of his one year. He had one year under his belt. 13 starts. And that was it. And the Bears took a chance. And that's what it comes down to. We can always relate this to the... Because look at that draft. I mean, Mahomes, as you know, nobody knew he was going to become the best quarterback in two years. Deshaun Watson has... Well, he was Top a winner. He was a winner in college. Trubisky didn't play a lot. So you look at that draft class and you look at this draft class. Burrow had the one amazing season. What are we going to get from Burrow? And he's going. he looks like he's going to be going back home to Cincinnati. Tua, where does he go? And can he stay healthy? But when he is healthy, he's an amazing quarterback, Ted. Justin Herbert, when he plays well and he's got all the tools, physical tools, and the look, but it's just his inconsistency. And then Jordan Love. So are any of these quarterbacks really the real deal? And you got to think, quarterback, we always talk about it. Quarterback's the most important position in all sports. It's either going to get you a championship or you're getting you're getting canned. And that's what it comes down to for these GMs. GMs that are in tough positions to make these selections. Cincinnati Bengals, the Miami Dolphins, the Raiders, the Panthers, the um well think about who, this. Uh, the Chargers. Teams like that that are in the top 10 for a reason that need quarterbacks. Guess what? You miss up on these guys, well your job, you're going to be looking for somewhere else because the perfect example is just look at the two quarterbacks that were taken one and two a couple years ago. And that's Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, and they're both out of a job. Now I know Marcus, no, Mariota has a job, but yeah, he's but, not a starter. But that's anymore. what I mean. He's out of a job. And Jameis Winston is out of a job. Okay, he's looking for a job. You're going to start after this season. You're going to start question. We were Sam Darnold. Where is Baker Mayfield? We know. I mean, Omar. Josh Rosen is. Yes. <laughs> uh, so right now it looks like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, or this the guy is going forward. This is kind of make or break coming up for Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. You're so, three. so you're getting to that point in th teams where after two years, like look at Trubisky, okay? Like this could They're be gonna have if Trubisky loses his job to Foles. Now Foles has yeah, never one season's played over ten games, but he's never played a full season. Yeah. So does he lose the job? Does he win the job? If he loses the job, how does that affect him? He might be out of a job. Boom, just like that. Three years, go and see you later. So. It's it's now with the way the rookie scale was set up and everything in teams, coaches are gonna be gone, you're gonna be gone. Listen, we need 
imp um I can't think of the word, but we need you to get the job done now. This is not a, a wait and see game no more because yeah, of rookie what? Court, it's not like that anymore. With rookie quarterbacks. No, it's not like that, and that's why I say the real deal because and there's high we, expectations. We've heard good things about these quarterbacks, but there are a lot of negatives. Where you've seen when Andrew Luck came out, Peyton Manning, and um, John Elway to just name a few, you knew that these guys we're going to be no doubters unless you're Trev and thinks that Andrew Luck is going to be a boss then you knew that these guys were going to be no doubt stars in this league you have question marks with all four of these guys now I'm not saying they could they could all eventually be stars in this game but there's all question marks. Well, there were, there was question marks last year about the quarterbacks. See, my best way Yeah, so but that was no, but it's last year before. Last year's class Kyler Murray was different. It was a quarterback we've never seen before. Well, a lot of questions. A lot of questions because of the hype, but obviously he's kind of sliding the scenario. Daniel Jones played Daniel for Daniel Jones Duke. didn't play, played for Duke, didn't play for any, didn't play for really a major college in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in football-wise. And then Dwayne Haskins, kind of like Trubisky, had the one, I mean, had only one year under his belt. Well, you could say had Joe Burrow. You could, I mean, you could say oh, Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe, too. Joe Burrow, but, but he, he had an amazing year, too. Dwayne Haskins had an amazing he year. He actually, and Dwayne there. Haskins only played one year, and it would have been best for Dwayne Haskins to come back. Thank, uh, and, uh, you know, Justin Fields could thank him. But this that. is like, the, like, every year it seems like you have all these guys. A lot of good quarterbacks have come out the past couple of years, but there's a lot of question marks. Whereas last time I can remember a quarterback coming out was Andrew Luck that said, this guy will be a star no matter what. And he became a star. He was already one of the top five quarterbacks. He was going to be on his way looking like he was going to win a Super Bowl. I thought Sam Darnold was that next guy. I really did. I did. When I saw him in college. I did, I did not. In college, I did. I did not. And what really got me was that Penn State game, that Rose Bowl game that we were watching the highlights of. Oh, of course. Him and that was I, I was like, this is going to be the guy. He looked the part. Yeah. Now I still think he could be that guy for the New York Jets. But when are you got it's a year, it's going to be year 3, a timeline. We always talk about it. You got to have at least 3, it's a 3-year period of either this quarterback's going to be our guy for the next 10 years or guess what guys, we're going back to the drawing board. And that's what it comes down to. And the Jets are starting to find that out maybe. The Browns are in a tough situation. I mean, those two, we always relate those two because they were well, first. number 1 Baker Mayfield was the number one pick, and we all thought Sam Darnold was going to be the number one pick that year. And now he's in New York, and now guess what? What are you going to do for us? Because it's year three, and that's why those those draft picks, both teams very similar. Both need offensive line help. The Browns definitely need offensive line help, and the Jets, you either go weapon, you go either go with the main weapon, or you go with an offensive lineman. That's what it comes down to for teams like that. Josh Allen. He's still developing into a star. It looks like could be a star. Is Lamar but they're Jack putting nice pieces. They just Lamar Jackson. Diggs. We already know what Three Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they got John Brown. Yep. They got the kid Singletary Devin last year. Singletary who, who Cole Beasley. Nice. They look like. I mean, they're they going in the right defense. direction. They got a right coach. They're, they're moving in the right direction. And they could forward. be the eventual AFC's champs. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see. Yeah, it. Of course, but you never know. And then, like I said, Lamar Jackson has already won an MVP. But he. Ha <laughs> It's crazy. I mean, he was the fifth one out of all those guys, and he would come an MVP, but they all had question marks. Andrew Luck, John Elway, and you even heard Trevor Lawrence's name next year that he's going to be the next can't-miss prospect. 
there's still some a little there's a little question marks around him too. That's what I'm I saying. I just question what, really... what, what team does he go to too, and what type of personnel, what type of coaching staff, and what type of pieces do you put around him? We'll get Lamar Jackson. He went to an organization that is probably one of the best, well-run organizations, maybe second to the only the New England Patriots in the last 20 years because they really have been one of the best, well-run organizations. Ozzie Newsome, John oh, yeah. Harbaugh, oh, yeah. the whole the whole nine yards yeah. with how they do their thing. They built an offense around him. They found the right pieces. They brought in Mark Ingram. They added speed with Marquise Brown. Mm -hmm. They had three tight ends that they had drafted over the years. So you had you can go multiple sets. You can go big and still throw the ball. You can run the ball. They add. They built an offense for him to succeed, and they let him succeed the way he was instead of trying to make him fit the square so peg in the sort of the hole. Down to, uh, yes, because I think to any, of the, uh, any of these guys... Well, I look at, I, I look at Sam Darnold's situation. If we're just looking at that, Sam Darnold got a, bat, a poor offensive line and he has no offensive weapons, but he's got a good running back. Okay, that's good, but you can't block so you can't get the running back to get any yardage so you can run play action, mm -hmm. and you don't have anybody deep to keep the safeties... Um, you know, honest. So line. they're playing yeah. close to line, and they know it's just a it's a run, and, yeah. and you're by yourself. But you, and you look at now Baker Mayfield. You look at him; he's got all the weapons in the world, even more so now. And, but they didn't have the offense. Can any one of these we these quarterbacks this year's pull like an Andrew Luck, lead the team from the dead, and rise this, them up this, to, this year? Not, like like a year or two. I won't say a year, I won't say this year because the reason why these teams are bad is because they're bad. They're not they're not going to just magically become. Uh, the, like the Bengals, they're not going to become three and thirteen and then go from three and thirteen to ten and six magically. But Andrew Luck did that with the Colts. It felt like they. I think they all. They were terrible. The Colts were god awful. I mean, for goodness sake, they had Curtis Painter as their quarterback Purdue. for most of the year. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue yes, from Purdue. But look what Andrew Luck did in his second year. Started leading the playoffs. Got him to become respectable. Can any of these quarterbacks do it? That's where the question lies. I think, and that's I think, why I think, I think all four are any four of these quarterbacks the real deal? I think all four of them have the possibility of the real deal, but you still have that course. You didn't have that well, with the. I mean, you the argument that, that you and Uncle Jerry got into the other day about about how we blame GMs, and it's like it's not the GM's fault. And you're like, Uncle Jerry, it is the GM's fault because he's the one making the decision. But it's part said, of his fault. But he part also said the he doesn't. He doesn't. You know. The guy he doesn't pan out for. Yeah, he's not the, the one play playing on the field. He's not the one playing on the field. He's not the one wearing the playbook. He's not yep. the one with the maturity yep. issues. He's not the one making. So the it's fifty for one hundred percent. Yeah. It's up, listen, it's up to the player sometimes of how well they want to succeed. Yes. You don't know, and also about where he fits and where he goes and what teams around him and what's the coaching staff and all the others, you know, the crap that gets in that that doesn't have to do with the game but yep. affects the way a player produces on the team. You know, Tom Brady. He was on Howard Stern the other day. Uh, it was a two-hour interview. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's pretty good. He didn't say anything that was crazy or outlandish. He was Tom Brady still. But he also said, I would not be the quarterback I am if it wasn't for the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. But he also said, listen, I also don't think Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots would have been as successful if they didn't have me. And I truly believe that. Yep. It goes hand in foot. You know, Joe Montana had Bill. Hand in hand. Did you say hand and foot? Yeah, hand and foot. <laughs> you said hand and Where the hell does this man hand come with these these things? Well, here's the where, thing. Where you think a lot of the, 
Ryan, Jimmy Johnson, Troy yeah. Aikman. Joe yeah. Montana had Bill Walsh, Roger Staubach, and Landry. You had no, I know. You had uh, Terry Bradshaw and Chuck Noll. You had Vince Lombardi and Bart Starr. You know, you had Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin. You have you have certain organizations Big ben with Cowher and Tomlin. You have good, great coaches or yeah. really good coaches with quarterbacks that. No, excel. you're a hundred percent right. I, I, you're a hundred percent right. I, I'm not. So, saying. so you know, is you know Jared Goff. We thought that with McVay. We'll see. Well, this year he took a step back. We'll see this if there's four. Though. We'll see if there's any. This is year four. Okay. That's where it becomes interesting for teams like the Rams. And I mean, well, they, they paid him. They paid him. I know, but that's where you got to start figuring. Okay, if they have another bad year, what do they do with that? That's what I'm saying. All these quarterbacks that have been drafted over the past couple of years, Holmes and Andy th- Reid. There's been great ones, but they've always had some sort of negatives or what ifs. Whereas guys like Elway, guys like. Um, he had Shanahan. Hmm? He had Shanahan, Elway. That's true. <laughs> but guys like Elway, they knew he was going to be great. Guys like Luck, they knew he was going to be great. Peyton Manning, they knew he was going to be great. They. But it also helped with of the organization, the coaches that they have. I'm just to I'm, succeed because some coaches. I'm, cur- are, I'm uh, curious to see how all four of these quarterbacks translate into the NFL. I'm very, I'm very intrigued by it because all these guys have great ability to be well, great, to be successful in this league, but they also have those what ifs and the coaches that are going to select them. So Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Miami, well, Cincinnati, Chargers. They have the young guy in Zach Taylor. Yeah. Okay, he's going to take Joe Burrow. He's supposed to be the offensive guru. Let's see how he does well. Because Kyle Shanahan did well that's the only with Garoppolo. That's the only one you could say because it seems like... No, does not, Brian Forrest. How does he, if he, they take two on Miami... You weren't hearing me. Burrow's the only given of where I know, these quarterbacks but it, but are going. It, but if Tua goes, the, the if Tua goes, goes, if Tua goes to Miami... What if Tua falls? What if Herbert falls? What if Love well, falls? Well, that's a good thing sometimes because they're going to fall to a better I'm situation. You, I'm already saying it now. We're two weeks away. The New England Patriots are making a move for one of these quarterbacks. No, they're not. They're gonna no, make they're a, not. They're going to make a move. No, they're they're going to surprise. The, they're going to surprise the hell no, out of us. They're not. That's you. not Belichick's way. He doesn't go up. He trades back. He's uh, going to go I'm, into the season with Jared Stiff. He's going to see how. He's going to give this kid a rookie a chance. He's got all the parts to be telling successful. You, if one of those quarterbacks fall. If one of those quarterbacks fall, he's not giving up. Dra- he's not giving well, okay, up. Okay, but listen. If one of those quarterbacks fall to later near their pick, which is twenty three right now. I'm saying not like if top t- if he fall they fall out of top ten. You know why he doesn't do that? Because that's not his mantra. He drafts later rounds. That's what he huh? does. He drafted all these quarterbacks second, third, fourth round. It's worked Jimmy well. G it's the worked, series. It's worked well Jimmy for G, him. yeah. Jacoby Brissett, very good quarterback. Well, Did you well, say Jacoby Brissett was a very good well, guy. Well, was the same guy you said stinks. Well, the Colts. You know, Make up your damn mind. You know what I mean. No, I don't. He's actually. Now you're now you're going. One no, way I'm not going away. Yeah. Yeah. Don't aggravate me. Why are you getting angry? You're getting, you look like you want to debate. And that's what another thing that I want to close out the show with is the NFL every year we have debates. But what is it this year? Because it seems like there's about four or five options that you can really say which is the most intriguing debate in this entire draft. Is it the quarterback? Is it which one's the off, which offensive lineman goes first? How about the defensive playmakers? You have a number one cornerback, a shutdown corner in Jeffrey Okuda. You have the generational pass rusher in Chase Young. And you got the Swiss Army knife in Isaiah Simmons, and then you got the big Hog Molly and Derek Brown. All dominant defenders. But I think me and you are going to be in agreement on this because you said it last night, and I think you're 100% right. It's what the Miami Dolphins do. 
Oh, because I agree. Well, they, they got, got three first-round like picks last year. What did they do with those three picks? How does Miami? They got three, three first-round picks, and they're a team that desperately needs a quarterback. So do. They go with the quarterback in their first pick. Do they go offensive line? Do they go if Isaiah Simmons is there or do they, trade up? Do they add weapons on the defense? Add playmakers? What do they do? That's one of the greatest questions. Oh, that's another thing. Do they trade up to number one? Do they give the house? Do they pull a New Orleans Saints? They got four picks in the top four. Do they picks. do they give uh, the New Orleans Saints and they pull and dra- get go for Burrow? I mean, the Miami Dolphins are in a good position because. They are. They have talented players, and I guess we started to realize that via Madden. <laughs> they got some they nice. They have pieces. some nice pieces. You got three. First and they round hit picks. on some big time free agents yes. this year. Oh yeah. They, they brought in a number one corner. They, they have a good. Coach. They had another quarter. They got. A, they got a good coach. They got a good veteran quarterback in Fitzpatrick. Yep. They have some nice pieces. They brought there. in Van Noy. Yeah, okay. They bring in some experience they, on that yeah, team. Offensively is where they need help. Now, which one do they go? And that's uh, do they go Tua? We all thought it was going to be ter- Tua. But now you're starting to hear rumbles that could be Herbert. And that's what, I mean, that's where it comes down to. Do they really take Herbert or do they take the guy that, that we've been all anticipating they've been saying it also, for a year? It all could be smoke screens, too. To make teams think that, so someone would have to come up. I mean, what if this? What if the Chargers were thinking that Miami was going to take two, or two? And Miami sits at five, and now the Chargers come up to five, and, two, and Miami goes back to six, and they get more picks. Well, just because they were afraid that Herbert's going to go to Miami, and that's their guy. And, and that's why I think and people would say, wait, that's stupid. I, Miami's moving up. Well, maybe me, Miami doesn't have to move. Maybe they're giving smoke screens to say, hey, and listen, we're going to trade up to three yeah. or four when, hey, listen, they know the Detroit Lions are not taking a quarterback. I truly believe the Lions are not taking a quarterback. They don't feel they need to right now. I think they still have hope that Stafford can get them where they need to be, and they would like to build up that defense. They lost a number one quarterback in Darius Slater, the Philadelphia Eagles. This, They know Matt Patricia. This is probably a make-or-break season for him. Oh, this is. Or he'll be. They, if they, so lose, they need done. defensive pieces. You get a number one quarterback, Okuda. This guy has all the makings to be the next uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, Patrick Peterson, Richard oh. Sherman. He has he has special talent written all over him. Yep. Why, why trade back if you don't need to? Now, if Miami's willing to give you pieces, you trade back. But if, if, if Detroit's going to say, hey, listen, if Miami doesn't need to trade back, like if you know they're going to take three, why do you need to trade up? Now you would say go get your guy. Why give up pieces when you know he's still going to be there at five? I think it's fascinating with this draft because Main the main players at this draft are all one of the most they're all valuable positions. Are you they think gonna of, get in suits at home? I don't know, man. I mean, Do you dress up and you sit in hoodies. That's those? another thing, the trade thing. I'm telling you, this is the virtual draft. This is gonna really change how uh, teams go about their draft now, and that's why I said it's it's very intriguing with this draft and fascinating because all some of the top ten picks are gonna be all play. Positions that are very valuable in the NFL right now. The quarterbacks. You could see four in the top ten, realistically. You could see four offensive linemen go in the top ten. All tackles. And no, and we already talked about. Those are probably the two most important positions in the NFL to succeed and to be great in the NFL. And then you also, the top player in the draft is a defensive end. And you know that the NFL loves pass rushers, elite pass rushers. That's what I'm trying. Cornerback is another one of the high and valuable. A shutdown cornerback yes. might be just as valuable as a pass rusher. Yes, 
And then you get because when, they, they, when the, the Jets had Darrell Rivas, yeah. they knew half the field was shut off, at least for that number one yes. guy. And and it changes the game. You look at what Miami did. Now they have two number one cornerbacks in Byron Jones and Xavier uh, Howard. Howard. And now they can play man coverage. Yes. And you just told me this. They also, and I forgot, they traded last year late in the thing. They picked up Tlaib from the Rams. Yeah, so you, now we you got found three, that. We found that off. So you got three, <laughs> you, I mean, you got three stellar corners that you can go man yep. to man, yep. safety over the top, play seven in the box, and blitz all over the place and cause havoc because you know and you have trust in your secondary where other teams don't have that value right there. So, And then also, like you said, with the way teams are drafting interior defensive linemen, I mean, the Giants have a million of them already, and a team that just won the Super Bowl relied on that interior defensive lineman. The Chiefs, with Chris Jones, guess what? You got a, you got a Derek Brown now, a Javon Kinlaw as well that are available. And then you got a guy that we've never seen before in an Isaiah Simmons who can play in every phases of the game and is really good at all facets of them. Yeah. So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're only 12 days away from the NFL draft. There's a whole lot more to talk about. We're going to have a live, probably from here, a live first-round mock draft as well for you. So stay tuned with that. Everybody, stay safe. Continue to be smart. Wash your hands. And lastly... For everybody that, if for people that celebrate Easter, have a happy Easter as well. Yeah, Be happy safe. Easter, everyone. And to all your loved ones, if you can see your loved ones tomorrow, if you can't, reach out to them. Just tell them you love them. We love you guys. Thank you for all the support. As always, you can follow us at Spotify, iTunes, YouTube as well, and Clovercrest Media. If you want to try to start a podcast, go hit up our boy Joseph Aguirre. He can get you started. Or just follow the website. Or Joseph. if you want to, Clovercrest. That's where you're going to find a lot of the shows that we do. If you want to, if you want to start a podcast, if you want to go behind the scenes, become a producer. Hit up our boy Joseph Aguirre. He'll get you all the information you need. As well, if you want T-shirts, we're going to be start doing T-shirts because the weather is going to be getting warmer. Hopefully. It's one of the positivities. Hopefully, we can be looking forward to the next couple months. We'll be going to start doing T-shirts as well. So if you want that as well, you can message one of us and we'll make it happen for you but like i said everybody be safe have a wonderful happy easter as well clovercrest media presents keys to the city we are out yeah keys to the city baby when you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making double up on facts we stating podcasting cruise control city state the nation so what you saying what we saying prime information facts keys to the city we're locking the statements streaming every friday